0: Hello, Diane, and welcome to Tammy for a change. Hi, Tammy. How's things going? It's going
1: good. It's going good.
0: We have a little bit of catch-up to do because we skipped a couple days. So how did the weekend go for you?
1: It went fine. It could have been better. Um, I wasn't really keeping track um, of what I was eating. Saturday, I didn't stick with my shake day plan. Um, and you know, I can, I could feel it. Like I, I felt kind of bloated and overly full all weekend. And I did get on the scale this morning and it's up a little bit. Um, but I got back
0: on the plan today. So we just forge ahead. Right. And the, and the most important thing is that you don't beat yourself up because you weren't 100 percent on your plan yeah because then what that does is just self-sabotages us you know and also i think that a lot of times we get into um what at least in the intermittent fasting world is known as diet mentality we don't yeah. want to be in a diet mentality because then we're not making a a change for our life you know and i also think it's important that we don't call it, you know, cheating or anything, you know, put any negative connotation to it. Like, I'm glad you just said, um, I just didn't stick to the plan. That's perfect. Because you don't want to, you know, attach anything negative to it. You just didn't, you just didn't go with what you originally planned on. And so tomorrow you will, because we're creating a 30 day habit and a 30-day lifestyle and a 30-day change for the better. Right. So the most important thing is that we just keep a positive outlook about what we'll do tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. So um, when you had challenges, um, you know, you weren't attaching... emotion it wasn't like emotional eating or it wasn't you know it was just hey I plan to do the or I think I'm gonna have a little bit of whatever correct yeah it was it was just
1: yeah I had leftovers to eat and I they just sounded better to me (laughs) than a shake and I thought "Eh, I'm just gonna have this so that's what
0: happened no big deal you know, right, right. The main thing is just to stick to the plan and and go right back on it tomorrow. It was one day, and one day does not you know add our weight back on one day does not break the whole it doesn't ruin all the progress you've made right.
1: I just I'm a little disappointed in myself simply because you know I really wanted to have lit le- like legitimate outcome results where I could say. I did this 30-day system for 30 days, and these were my results. Sure. And so, I mean, this really is the first day of, what am I on, day like, I don't know, probably 12 or something now. Right. Um, and it really is the first day that I didn't, you know, get in my two shakes and have my, you know, meal. I mean, there's been days where I haven't, most days I haven't you know, I haven't counted calories or even written down, you know, what I was eating or whatever, which I kind of would like to do just to have more of an awareness of what works for me and what doesn't. But sure. That makes sense. Um, You know, to, to have gone basically a third of the way into it with really out any transgressions, I, right, guess, right. I feel, you know, pretty good about it. And It's just, I know that like this coming week, I'm going to be out of town a couple of days helping out my sister after some surgery she's going to be having. And next week I'll probably be down there again for a day, helping her with Christmas stuff. And then we've got, you know, about three days of different family Christmas celebrations. And so I know the next week or two are going to be a lot higher calorie days and stuff than normal so I was I really need to stick to it now when I don't have any other (laughs) obstacle there's like absolutely no reason that I can't I'm not going anywhere I'm not doing anything so that's the only
0: disappointment you know I'm having but right right and that's I mean that's I appreciate your honesty because you know, that's just how it is for, you know, life happens. <laughs> right. And, and so it, the best thing is, is that you're telling yourself, you know, I, now I, I did that for a day and now I'm not going to do that again, but I'm planning to do that on, you know, like for Christmas. And good for you for doing that because then you're not going to beat yourself up or feel bad about your Christmas celebrations because that's the main thing is that you, you know, look at yourself as I'm doing this and I'm doing it to be healthier and be better. And it's not about, you know, the third, it's really not about, I mean, it is and it isn't about the 30 days, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Because you know that Christmas, we knew before we started Christmas is in there. And right. So it's a planned thing. So the most important thing is just don't let yourself get disappointed in yourself or beat yourself up about those days right.
1: And I really, I really think long term, that um, the, you know, like last week, I did the Wednesday cleanse day. And it's kind of an intermittent fasting day, where I have very low calorie. Um, you know, I have the cleanse for life drink, that's an isogenics product, and a few snacks and whatever, but it's probably like a couple hundred calories, maybe. Through the whole day, yeah and it it gives me energy, it really is a good like reset day, and you know if you really look at the old school calories in calories out model, it is a great way to have like one day out of the week that you really cut the calories because it gives you more allowance for the rest of the days then if you you know, if we want to go out for prime rib on Saturday night or, you know what I mean? Right. You can have a better day. And I think long-term that would be a great way to get into that pattern, um, of just having that one day a week where I fast and I do the cleansing drinks and it makes me feel good. And I know it detoxifies things and whatever. Um, Even like if I were at my goal weight, I think it would be a great maintenance tool to just kind of balance out, you know, instead of like an intermittent fast where I'm doing it every day, like a, you know, restricted time, restricted eating. I'd rather have one day that's a little less and then just kind of eat my normal, you know, other six days of the week to have like calorie balancing Going forward. Mm -hmm. But while I'm still trying to lose weight, I need that cleansing day. Plus, you know, I still need to be kind of watching what I'm eating and cutting down the calories. That's why the meal replacement shakes are so helpful because, you know, they're like 230 calories, but yet it's balanced with proteins and fats and carbs and it's easy and it's quick and I don't have to make any decisions about it. And it's a tool to use sure. I'm not gonna do that for the rest of my life. But, you know, easily I, I could see myself having one shake a day because I, I it's a very easy breakfast. And yeah. it is a you know, I can blend fruit in it and whatever and it's simple. But for right now, I just wanna stick with it a little bit harder because I am trying to get the weight off. Things right. are different if I can ever get to maintenance, you know?
0: Yes. And I think that's the same with everything. You know, I, I know we have listeners that, you know, maybe they're not dealing with weight issues. We have listeners that might be trying to not overspend or listeners that might be trying to, um, you know, do make other life changes, yeah. um, beat, start that journal, you know, um, not compare themselves to others, um, you know, be more positive, all of those things. And it kind of goes right along with that is the more days you do anything, the more days you're going to do it. (laughs) You know, I mean, it sounds so simple, but that's just, that's really, that really is it. It is simple. As we said before, it's simple. It's not easy. right? And so sometimes though it does help, at least it helps me, Um, to just simplify it, you know, to really break it down into it being that easy, that simply worded, I guess I should say, not easy, simply worded. The more days you do anything, you're still doing it more days than you were before. So whatever that change may be that somebody out there is trying to make, just, you know, think of it that way and stick to it that way. Yes, hey, I'm doing I'm doing it more than I was last week. I'm working out more than I was the week before, even if I didn't do it today. I'm journaling more this week than I was last week, even if I did it one day and I did it zero last week. <laughs> you know, Yes. so I think that that those are such important things. So I have to I, share one thing. I don't think I shared this with you. Um, I was working in the cafe on Saturday, I believe it was Saturday and I had, um, someone come in and they said, Oh, I listened to your podcast. Oh,
1: that
0: was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Did it's they the have anything time. more to
1: say about that?
0: Well, I mean, she was telling her friend that was with her that she should listen to it. And, Aww. um, so I, it was just kind of a neat experience that she, you know, I hadn't had that happen before where somebody came into the cafe and said that they listened to my podcast, other than people that I know that do anyway, you know.
1: Yeah. So it was really cool. Awesome. Yeah. It was a neat yeah, and, neat little um, thing. I, I had, did have a gal um contact me and we've been messaging back and forth a little bit about Yay. Yeah, she's following. So I thought that's that was awesome.
0: Good. Yeah. Great. Well, shout out to her for reaching out. I'm yes. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. I think that a lot of times people don't realize how important it is to hear from, um, you know, just it's nice to hear from your friends and your family and all of those people. It's super great to hear from those people and have them supporting you. But it's also like an extra bump an extra boost when it's somebody that's never met you before and just wants to reach out and help you along the way in any way, shape or form. Right.
1: Um, I was going to tell you, I, you know, I'm currently listening on audible to atomic habits, right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And one of the things it's just so many ah ahas for me. I really think we need to delve into this more. Yeah um he said something about it what made me think of you was the whole concept of change doesn't come from comfort um it was kind of that same concept he was talking about how like a habitual um activity is not necessarily like trying to get yourself to want to do the actual activity isn't really what you should be going for. Like for me with exercising, I'll use that as an example. Like I want to want to exercise. Right. (laughs) But I don't. So I feel like I just, I'm always like, you know, making myself exercise, even though I don't really want to. And when I see it that way, it's kind of this, you know, ominous thing hanging over me like, oh, I have to exercise. And I hope that someday I'll start wanting to. Well, he was talking about the, um, like, even just laying on the couch watching TV. Your, and I'm going to probably brutalize this, but I'm hoping I can get this across. Like, your desire isn't to turn on the TV. Yet that is your habit of turning on the TV. What you're seeking is the relaxation, the entertainment, the numbing out. So another example he gave that maybe would make it like more clear is even the habit that we're all in of brushing our teeth. Nobody's like dying to actually go through the motions of brushing their teeth But what you want so bad is the clean, fresh mouth, the good breath, and not have to need a bunch of dental work. So it's like, don't think of the activity, like turning on the TV, or brushing your teeth, or exercising, being the thing that you really want. What you want is what comes from doing that. And you you want the clean mouth, you want the relaxation. I want the health and vitality and weight loss, hopefully that will come from the exercising. So the fact that I don't want to do the thing is no big deal. Like I don't want to brush my teeth either, but I just do
0: because I want the outcome. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. And, and the little bit that I I did listen to that a little bit today while I was driving and, um, the little bit I listened to, he was talking about that very thing. And he was talking about, yeah, it's really funny. And he was talking about need versus want. And so he's saying, you want to not have to exercise. You want to not have to, like you said, brush your teeth, or you want to not have to clean your house, but you have a need to be healthier. You have a need to have Healthy teeth. You have a need to live in a clean environment, and so yeah, I I listened to that very thing today. It's kind of funny how that works. I just, um, that always happens to me. Yeah, just having a different
1: perspective about it, I think,
0: is really helpful. And yeah, and I think too that you know we should dig in a little bit deeper to you know why. Why do we stop doing things we know are good for us? It's kind of like you said earlier, I know it, it made me feel better when I was, when I stick to it, I feel better. So why wouldn't you want to feel better? You do want to feel better. You want to, and you need to, and you, so why, why would we not do the thing that makes us feel better? Yeah. Yeah. And so I think I think we should think about that a little bit, um, dig into that a little bit deeper, maybe on another episode. But I think that that's and maybe the the listeners can chime in on that as well. um, What they think that is inside us that makes us go, well, I know I really feel better when I do it. So why don't I just do it all the time? Right. So does it. Well.
1: I think it comes down to probably two things. And like you said, we can delve into this another time when we give it more thought, but right off the top of my head. And it, part of it is from reading that book is um, a, we're so ingrained in the opposite habit. Like for me with the sticking with my healthy eating plan, I'm so used to kind of not doing that, that, the ruts are dug on the other path stronger than they're dug on the new path. So I think that's one reason that we always revert back to our old ways, even though we know the new ways make us feel better. Um, it's just, it's just the known path. But the other thing that he talks about is like changing your identity. Like, identifying as a person who's hit, you know, um, fit and healthy. And I take, you know, impeccable care of myself. Like, that really isn't my identity at this point, it needs to be. But, or, you know, I see myself as an athlete, versus I see myself as someone who likes to lay on the couch and hates exercise, like right. that identity shift. So you're never going to white knuckle your way through repeating the activity long enough. If it's not ingrained in like how you see yourself or who you are, like you can do it for a while, but you're going to go back until you change your beliefs about
0: yourself. 100%. And that goes right back to attitude. You know what you go into it with, because if you and and again it go also goes back to gratitude you know i'm grateful that i am a healthy person i'm grateful that i am that athletic person i can tell you one of my friends one time she was um she was trying to stop smoking and she had gone i mean it was a good well over a year i don't remember the exact time frame but it was well over a year she had quit smoking and maybe it was even two years. And one day I said to her, cause she said something about, you know, I'm quitting smoking. And I said, at what point do you stop being the person that's trying to quit smoking and start being the non-smoker? Yeah. And it was just like this huge light bulb for her. And she went, you're right. Why do I keep saying that? It's like, I'm still in the process. Yep. I'm a non-smoker now. And it's like, and that is exactly this and and exactly whatever the person is trying to do, the changes they're trying to make in their life. Right. Who are you? You're a person who likes to get up and get going early in the morning and exercise. That's who you are. So you're an, you're a person who works out every day and some days you miss, but really your identity is that person who works out every day. And you're that person who journals every day. And you're that person who expresses gratitude every morning for everything, your breath and your body and your life and, you know, being in the position you're in and every, every little thing, even if it's, and this is the part I always try to get across to people. Even if it's not where you want to be forever, you can still be grateful for where you are now on your way to get to where you want to go. Because that gratitude and that identity and that um, gratefulness, that stick-to-itiveness, that's going to help you get to where you want to be. So it's okay to be grateful for where you are, even if it's not where you want to be forever. Right. Yeah, good stuff. I'm glad we talked about that. We'll have to dig in a little bit deeper to those uh, atomic habits. I. I did listen to that and I did hear about the identity shift and I like that. Yeah. And I think really important. So yeah. Yeah. He com- it, what's his name? Jo- is James it John? Clear. James Clear. Yeah. So if you, if anybody listening, uh, the, the book is Atomic Habits by James Clear. Yeah. Um, yeah. He
1: starts out, it's in like the first or second chapter, which also I think is like Really profound is, you know, talks about like making a change, um, outcome based. Like, an example, you know, I want to be thinner, you know, whatever, I want to be 20 pounds less than I weigh now. Okay, that's an outcome, like trying to make a change based on the outcome, and then trying to make a change based on the process, and that's the part that I'm you know struggling with right now or was this weekend of like I just need to follow this plan for 30 days because I want to lose weight like it still is not embedded into changing because I see myself changing as my identity as a you know healthy fit person who takes care of myself it's just yes it's yeah I could
0: talk about this for hours (laughs) Well right and the other thing that I listened to him about today was the 1% change. So there was a I don't know the exact story because I it was in and out. I was in and out of the vehicle and not listening as good as I should have partly because it's he's hard to listen to. He is. Um <laughs> but the book is the concepts are great yeah. it's just that the, the narrator is a little bit hard to listen to but he was talking about a coach that wanted to improve a team and he said if and it was a biking team so if you could take if you could be 1% better if you could improve every aspect of your the it was a biking team of this team if you could improve every aspect of it 1% so he bought them really nice mattresses and pillows so that they could sleep better, 1% better. Um, he made sure that they had the best um, opportunity to work out and, you know, do it. And I'm, I'm butchering yes, this, but I'm, I'm paraphrasing. So, but anyway, the whole point of it is, if you just try to make everything in your life 1% better, you, you continually do that and you're going to become much more than just one percent better if you're improving everything in your life by one percent so whatever it may be if you think that you want to become a person who exercises, if you exercise focus on your exercising one percent more than you did yesterday doing it one percent more then. Gradually, the next day is 1% better or the next week is 1% better. And think of the, the huge changes you're actually going to be making in your life. In this particular instance, the team started winning championships.
1: Right. And I think myself included, a lot of us, probably women especially, tend to have the all or nothing mentality. And it's like, well, 1%. What's that going to do for me? I might as well just, you know, I might as well just do whatever I want. Like we see if we don't have some massive improvement or we don't lose 10 pounds the first week or whatever, you know, then we give up. Like I've done that historically, but it's so wrong to think that way. You're, you know, you're absolutely right. Those incremental changes will add up
0: exponentially, I mean, think if you improved 1% every day, you, in 100 days, you'd be 100% better. Right.
1: And 100 days comes and goes pretty darn quickly.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Almost as fast as the last 12 went, Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think that is, we covered some good stuff tonight. I really, really think it was a good talk and we will... Do you have anything else to add, Diane? I don't think so, not not right now. All right. So we will touch base again tomorrow and maybe I will have I don't know, but maybe I'll have a little bit more time to listen to some more of Atomic Habits and we can break it down even deeper. Yes, sounds good. Look forward to it. All right. Have a great you night. Too. Talk but, to you too. Bye-bye.